Welcome to Abracadabra, a personal and spiritual development podcast designed to inspire, expand, and empower you as you traverse your inner work. I'm your host, Jazz Bori. I'm an astrologer and a coach with a community full of 21st century women who are brave, curious, and obsessed with living in alignment with what their soul came here to be. These episodes are an invitation to your next breakthrough and a catalyst for a deeper conversation with yourself. So join me in exploring the topics that fuel the fearless pursuit of your soul purpose. podcast we're here and we're going to talk about my reset week I'm going to tell you everything that I learned everything that I manifested and what changes I'm implementing from what I've learned if you have no idea what I'm talking about go back and listen to the July recap episode I explained my intention as to why I took this reset week and what I will say is that it did not go as planned. (laughs) But I think for context, if you're wanting, wanting to know why I took that reset week, go back and listen to that episode and you can find out and you can be in the loop. But regardless of whether you have listened to that episode or not, Essentially, what I mean by reset week is I took a whole week off of my business. I quit my business for a week. For seven days, I did no emails, no social media, no clients, nothing. And I didn't go on holidays. I didn't have any sort of big events on. I had nothing on. I wanted to completely reset. And my intention was to exercise every day and meditate every day and eat well every single meal and, you know, do all these things to reset my energy. And as I said, it did not go to plan. So I'm going to tell you what happened and then we'll jump into the manifestations what I learned and what I'm implementing now. It was extremely transformational. And that's the only word I can think of to describe it. If you are thinking about taking a step back, if you're thinking about quitting, (laughs) if you're thinking about just giving up, take a reset week because, and I, well, I guess I hope this episode inspires you to take that reset week and the possibilities of the things that could happen. So as I said, it was extremely transformational. It was a week that I did not do any exercise. I did not do any meditation. I did not do any eating well. I had no other capacity than to just simply rest So originally I was taking Monday to Sunday off. What I did commit to on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday was the no social media. So I didn't do any social media at all. Um, And when I say no social media, I mean, I wasn't posting. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I was still doing a little bit of scrolling here and there. 
um, jumping on, just sort of looking what other people were doing. And that didn't fully subside, I want to say, until like the Thursday afternoon, (laughs) to be honest. But I wasn't posting at all. Um, And I, again, wasn't going through my emails or anything like that. So that's how it started. I was still consuming social media, but I wasn't posting. And I was still working on the back end of my business. Now, that was not the plan. I found it incredibly, incredibly hard to not dive into the back end. We have um, a launch that is actually out now, um, Vortex of Success, which is a free masterclass but it's so much more than that. It's like a training, it's a portal, it's an activation. It's going to be a new beginning for a lot of people who take this training and masterclass. And it's really to help you stay in the vibration of success and call forth everything that you want in manifesting in your business, inside of your business, inside of your career. So regardless of whether you have a business or you are an employee, I truly feel like you're going to get a lot out of this masterclass, regardless of where you want to manifest success in your life. In saying that, the masterclass is going to be structured around business, but know that this is a framework that I'm going to be teaching you that gets you in the vortex of success in every area of your life. You could recreate this for your family, for your relationships, for manifesting anything and calling in divine success. So if you want to join us, go to the link down in the description. It's going to be on Saturday. So the day after this comes out at 10 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time, and it's going to be on Zoom and it's free. So come join us. And I'm excited to teach it because now after the week that I have had, my version of success, my definition of success, what true success really requires has become more clear to me than ever before. So I'm really excited to pour in everything that I've learned, particularly over the last week and also in my life to ensure that I'm constantly in a positive momentum with success. Okay. So yeah, go down to the link in the, in the description and uh, register your spot so you can get all the info and join us. There is going to be a replay, but as I said, this is an activation. So clear your calendar. It's one hour out of a Saturday morning, a Friday night. If you're in the US, come, come live, get in the energy, learning community. And I'm super excited to see you there. So With that said, I, on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, was still working. The only session that I kept was, uh, I have a group course called Purpose to Paycheck. Um, It's like a month, uh, sorry, a weekly course for 12 weeks. And um, I ended up keeping that. So I knew I was always going to do that. And that's on a Wednesday afternoon. But essentially, Monday, Tuesday, I was working like... A crazy person. And I think it was because I was worried about taking this time off. I was like, I've got to get this set up. I've got to do this. I've got to do that. I've got to make sure everything's perfect before I bounce. Like 
I look at the journal entries from those days and I have my journal with me right now. So if you're hearing me, um, if you're hearing me turn pages, that's what that is. But essentially, you know, I have this seven day feel good reset and the first day, which was the 2nd of August, I wrote down all the things that I wanted to do. So it was uh, social media detox, rituals with my mind and body every single day, daily exercise, eating well, meditation, reading every day, visualizing, praying, dancing, stretching, walking, yoga, Pilates, pole, eating. I'm going to eat like the chicken, falafel salad, mushroom pasta, do my vitamins. None of that happened. Absolutely none of it because Monday, Tuesday, all I was doing was freaking out about the fact that I wanted to take seven days off. So that's how I spent the Monday and Tuesday. I know that the reason I did that was because I am a workaholic. I've talked about this on Instagram before. It's not something new. If you've been following me for a while, you will know that this is something that I talk about from time to time. And I think people don't realize that being addicted to work is a real thing. Like it's a real, real thing. I really struggled to, I really struggled to disconnect. And if you think about an addiction or say you have like an alcohol addiction, being in a bar is really, really hard, right? So when I work from home and I'm in my home, it's like being in a bar and being an alcoholic and being locked inside that bar and all of the drinks are there for you to drink and you can't drink them. Like that's how, that's how it felt, right? Cause my laptop was right there. And I just was spiraling these first two days, trying to get everything prepared for me to leave my business. And I think I was really freaking out. I was like, is this the right thing to do? You know, is this, am I worthy of this break? And by Wednesday, I finished my my session with my purpose to paycheck babes at 1.30. I think I did a little bit of work for a couple of hours. And I think at about four o'clock, I messaged my team, my beautiful, beautiful team, and said to them, okay, I'm going. I'll see you guys soon. I'm not replying to any voice notes. I'm not replying to anything. You guys have everything that you need. But if you need anything, let me know. Like it was very that. And um, I stopped. And truly, the next day, I've, I, um, I wrote down in my journal, so on the Thursday, I remember standing in my kitchen. I got up the next morning and I was like, oh my God, like what am I going to do today? And I literally for probably three hours of the morning paced around my house not knowing what to do to the point where I had to write down a list of the things that I needed to do that day 
because I was that addicted to doing things. I like didn't know how to like just live. You know what I mean? Like I had no idea. So I've literally wrote down here Thursday, shower, make a smoothie, go to the shops, read, wash up. And then I have here practice, meditate, stretch and pull some cards. So (laughs) I didn't meditate, stretch or pull any cards. Um, I anxiety cleaned my house. I didn't make the smoothie. I didn't go to the shops. I can see here, I've put an arrow. So I didn't go to the shops on Thursday. And I just read, I think. I don't know what I did. I think I just was quietly freaking out the whole day. So that was the Thursday. And then on the Friday, that's when everything really sunk in. That's what I must've done. I must've read that day um, because I was like freaking out. And I think that's why I was like, I'm not going to the shops. I'm just going to relax. Like the whole thing, like I was still feeling overwhelmed. I was like, I don't know what to do. Like, should I wash up first and then have a shower? Or should I, should I go to the shops and then wash up and then read? Um, I felt like I wasn't allowed to read until I'd completed all my tasks. And as soon as I felt or or saw that I caught it and I was like you know what have a shower and read your book that's it I washed up I can say I washed up I ticked that off and then I remember I just put on my um my classical music because I was like I said freaking not knowing how to relax put on classical music and read my book had dinner went to bed Friday Friday is when it really kicked in to gear. So on Friday, I did what I like to call an abundance practice. I did some tapping. I did some breathing. I did some visualization. And that morning, before I did that practice, what started coming through very thick and fast was this message of you have to have fun. Yeah, you have to have fun. I heard someone talk about it on Instagram. I heard somebody talk about it in a podcast I think I was listening to. I've been listening to a lot of Abraham Hicks. It came up in Abraham Hicks. Um, It just was like coming up a lot of different places. I think I spoke to my mom and she was like, you just need to have fun. You just need to relax. Like, you know, just have fun, you know? And I did this abundance practice um, by Natalia Benson. It's actually on YouTube. So if you just go to Natalia Benson, you'll see her um, abundance practice. I did that and I've journaled it, journaled after it. And I've written down here, it's become abundantly clear to me that the missing link to not just my success, but to my joy is fun. I must have fun. I'm in the final years of my 20s, years, I'm in the last year of my 20s. I'm young and free and yet I'm so fucking serious. I want to have more fun. Fun is now a priority. If it's not fun, then I can't commit to it. I don't want to commit to it if it's not fun. Uh, Fun must be a pillar in my business, especially with content creation. More on this in a minute. Do I believe I'm fun? 
I think I used to be. I don't think I'm, I am anymore. But my Leo midheaven equals fun. Taking action from fun. Healing that is fun. Integrating fun. That equals thriving. It became abundantly clear to me that I didn't know how to have fun. And this was something that I started to really ruminate on over the next couple of days. So that weekend and that rest of that day, again, I just basically read the whole day. I um, took myself to the shops, went for a little peruse. I went and ate some sushi, listened to some Abraham Hicks as I was shopping. I bought some new clothes. I just, yeah, just did my thing. And that felt kind of fun, but it didn't, I don't know if it felt fun or just like relaxing, which is sometimes being, that's the one thing I realized is it's really hard for me to see the difference between, is this actually fun and like joy inducing, or is this just relaxing and restful? And maybe there's an element of that that I get enjoyment from, but I don't know if I would necessarily call like me laying on my couch, you know, um, listening to classical music, reading my book or going around the shops and just, you know, eating soup. I don't know if that's necessarily fun. I think it's relaxing and I enjoy it, but it's not necessarily fun. So this is all stuff that I was thinking about in my mind. And then, and then on Friday night, I (laughs) had a mental breakdown. (laughs) A legit fucking mental breakdown. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I cried so hard. I think it was Friday night. Was it Friday night or Saturday night? I can't remember. I think it was Friday. Yeah, I think it was Friday. So on Friday night, I had a mental breakdown. Wait, was it Friday? I don't even know. I didn't journal after this because that's how fucking intense it was. So maybe it was Saturday. I don't know. But at some point, I had a mental breakdown. And I literally just cried and cried and cried and cried and cried and cried. To the point where my eyes were so fucking sore from crying that even the next day when I woke up, they were still like puffy and sore. Like, you know, when you've cried like that and it's like intense, that's what it was. I realized how alone I felt in my life. I realized how I don't know how to have fun, that I don't even know what fun means to me. I realized that I've never really had fun in my life. Because you're talking to a girl right now who has been working since she was like six years old. I got my first job when I was six. And I was in a musical and I was there every day. You know, like, and then from that point, growing up in the entertainment industry, like I just, every school holidays, I was working. I was performing. I was doing a course or something like I I didn't go to birthday parties I didn't ride a bike I didn't jump on a trampoline I didn't um do any of that and it's not to say that I wasn't I didn't enjoy 
and and was having fun during doing those things, but they were always tied up in work. So no fucking wonder me at 30 years old has no idea how to have fun if it isn't work. Those two things have been so tied up for me. Like I love my job. I have so much fun teaching, you know, like I love talking on Instagram and I love, you know, leading the courses that I do and my clients and all of those things. But I've never really been able to separate work and fun. Because a lot of people say, well, you know, a lot of people in this industry will say, well, you know, tap into your inner child. And what did she like to do for fun when you're a kid? It's like, I didn't have that. And so what I'm doing now, what's become abundantly clear is I must play in order to have fun and, and inject more fun into my life and into my business because it has become abundantly clear to me that without it, I cannot succeed in the way that my soul came here to succeed. And what I've learned is that that's not just true for me. That's true for everybody. That success, sustainable success, must have joy and fun at the core of it. If you're not doing shit that is fun to you, You cannot sustain success. You can be successful, exhibit A, but you cannot sustain it. And that's why I got into the position I was in, why I felt like I had to take such drastic action because of how I was feeling, so overwhelmed, so depleted, so confused, um, unworthiness coming up again, comparison stuff coming up. That's not even like, I don't even do that. And I was doing that. You know what I mean? Like, that's not even a thing that I struggle with. And I was fucking comparing myself. Like it's a lot. And it's because fun is not, and joy is not at the pleasure, at the, at the core of what I, how I'm creating my success. So that was a really big wake up call for me that I'm not actually able to claim and then sustain real success, true self-success because I'm not having fun because I don't know how. (laughs) So That's what I learned. That was the big, big takeaway from that week. And so what I'm doing is I'm prioritizing play and experimenting with fun and experimenting with play in my life in general. I am not entirely sure what that's going to look like. And I think That's the point. (laughs) I'm trying not to overanalyze it. And at the moment, the first step really feels like in order for me to create space for the things that I do find fun and for me to really understand them and discover them and all of that, now that I have this awareness, I'm kind of like doing my own soulful self-mastery method that I used to, that I still coach um, babes through is 
you know, I have all of this awareness now, right? And so now I'm going into the discovery piece. So what makes, what is fun to me? I have no fucking idea. No idea. So, well, I do have some idea. I mean, I love reading. That's one thing I never thought that I actually loved that I really do love. Like it's really fun for me to to read. Like I love reading novels. I never used to be like that. Um, and I've really found like a great, like a great, um, not passion, but like a really great, I love reading. <laughs> That's it. Just love reading. Um, actually, let me see if I can like rattle off some that I do know I love, um, that is fun to me. So I like playing cards. I find that really fun. My family and I do that. We play a game called Yuka, which is like usually reserved for like 70, 80 year olds, but we love playing it and it's like a team thing. And cause there's four of us in our family, we always play like against each other. We have started a new, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Tournament, I guess, where we play like generations. So we'll play like my mum and dad versus me and my brother. Then we'll play gender. So, um, mum and me, versus dad and my brother and then we'll play what we call favorites (laughs) which is my dad and me because my dad is uh, I am my dad's favorite and my mom and my brother because my mom my brother is my dad's favorite is my mom's favorite rather which isn't really true as they claim well mom claims that my brother is her favorite but dad is like no I like you both equally but he definitely loves me more. You can tell just by the way that he acts. But anyway, so I like playing cards. I guess that's fun. Um, I do like shopping. Like I like going into the shops. I like thrifting. Um, so I feel like that's fun. Um, what else? Dancing. I really like dancing. And that was one thing that came through when I was having my breakdown. Dan was obviously there consoling me. Because he was like, babe, just have some more fun in your business, you know? And he was so supportive. He was like, you need to just put shit out that you feel like is going to be fun. And I was like crying and I was like, but what if I don't make any money? Like, what about, because we're like, you know, saving to buy a house again. I talked about that um, in the recap episode that we've started, we're starting that process of getting pre-approval and all those things. And I'm like, what if we don't like make enough money? And like, I know we want to get married and stuff, you know, eventually. And, you know, all these things. And he was like, it's fine. (laughs) Like, we'll figure it out. Like, just try it for a bit then, you know, like you don't have to, you know, commit to this for the rest of your life. You can just like have fun for a month if that's what feels good for you right now. And I was like, okay. So he was really supportive, which has been really nice. And we had really great conversations about how he can support and serve me. And he's just such a fucking angel. Um, So I'm so grateful that he was there to help me with that. Um, But yeah, I don't know. Like apart from like those couple of things, like I don't really know um, what I like to do for fun. And so like I said, this is about discovering Because all those things kind of involve other people as well. Maybe apart from like the reading thing. But again, is that like just enjoying myself? Like I find joy 
or I enjoy reading. I don't know if it's necessarily fun. Um, the other one was um, going out and dancing because he was like, what do you like to do for fun? And I was like, I don't know. And I was like, maybe I was like dancing. Like I haven't been on a dance floor in so long. Like I think I'm too fucking old now. You know, that's weird. <laughs> um, but I haven't been on a dance floor and like fully just like danced, you know, in a crowd and I haven't done that in a really long time. So I was thinking maybe that I was thinking also like now that I'm not a fucking dancer and performer and like that's my whole fucking life. I mean, obviously I started my music project, but I thought to myself like maybe I could like bring my piano up here from home and like start writing again and just like have fun with that. Um, cause I brought my guitar up, but like I missed my nails too much. And so I just didn't really <laughs> do anything with that. Um, going to a dance class again. I re I did one a couple of weeks ago, like actually probably like six weeks ago now, two months ago now. And I really loved that. So I don't know, but I'm just, this is what I mean. Like I don't fucking know. And I think I also have to start figuring out as well, the difference between enjoying yourself and doing something you're like oh I get enjoyment from this versus it being fun and then also things that like I can do on my own that are fun so that's something that I'm going to be implementing moving forward that's what I'm committing to is exploring what fun means to me and if you resonate with this And you're like, I don't fucking know how to have fun either. Maybe you had kids, you know, young or something and you kind of lost that. Or maybe you didn't have fucking kids young, but now you had kids and you don't have any idea. Like maybe, you know, you've been under a lot of financial stress and you've just sort of lost that, that bandwidth and capability. I feel like we, it's the first thing. And I think particularly for women, like we just don't prioritize having fun and like healthy fun, not like, you know, getting fucked up on the weekends, you know, not that that's really an option for me. I mean, I'm sober, but like, that's not fun. That's just like, like, do you, like, maybe you find that fun, but like, do you, do you actually, or are you just doing it because that's what everyone else is doing? Like, I don't know. These are questions that I want you to have with yourself. And I pray this is sparking a deeper conversation with yourself. Because that's the number one thing that I learned. And so number one thing I'm implementing now is I have to have fun. So what I'm practically doing with that is with my content, I'm kind of stripping everything back um, and just going to start doing things that feel fun for me. So this activation workshop, that feels fun. Um, I've moved now in the Star Society which is my astrology membership, we're doing our moon circles live because it doesn't feel as fun when I'm just like in my room pre-recording it. Like I just, it's not fun. I'd rather like have everyone there and get in the energy that feels way more fun to me. Um, what's another thing that I'm doing? So those are the two things that are doing in the business. As I said, I'm going to start looking at dance classes again, playing, trying new things, all of that. Um, I, with my content, like I said, that's the thing I want to say with the content, with my content, I am stripping everything back as to, you know, how I'm putting out content. If if it's not fun for me to create, then I'm not doing it. Um, With my offers, I am 
looking at restructuring a couple of things for launches that we have planned out for the future. If it's not fun, I'm not fucking doing it. And even with how I'm showing up on social media, like once I start to feel like sluggish with it and like, oh, I've got to post this, I've got to post that. No, nah, it's not fun anymore. See ya. I'm going to be a fun addict. I'm going to be one of those people that is like, that's fucking boring. So I'm not doing it. That's the energy I'm going for. If it's boring, fuck off. That's the energy. Because I know if I'm having more fun, you guys are going to want to come hang out with me more because I'm having fun. I want to be a bit more spontaneous. I want to like go out for dinners and um, maybe go away on some like weekend trips and stuff with Dan. Like I'm just thinking like how can I be a little bit more spontaneous because I feel like that's kind of fun. Um, Yeah. So that's how like the the first sort of um, things that I'm changing. The one thing I did realize, because obviously this whole week was also about like resetting my health and stuff like that. I am not taking care of myself. That was a big reason why I took that off. And so I'm really glad that I didn't push myself to like exercise every day and fucking meditate and do this and do that and, da, 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 and eat all this food. And like, I feel like I was not ready. Like I needed to get clarity on what I needed to do so I could go do the thing. And I feel like I've gotten that now. So I know, like, I was like thinking about um, what I actually like want to manifest. And, you know, apart from like, you know, some financial goals and buying the house and all of the things like that all is like cool. Um, my, my one that kind of surprised me was that I want to feel fit. I want to feel... Um, fit and strong in my body and mind. That was one that kept on coming through a lot. So I am going to work towards that and I'm going to have fucking fun whilst I'm doing it. Okay. Okay, self. So I'm really fucking proud of myself because every day this week I have taken my vitamins and guys, I started taking a new vitamin called, um, B12, because I'm very deficient in it, and I'm taking a thousand MCGs, um, MCG, I think that's how you say it. Um, And I feel so clear in the mind, which is what B12 is all about. I'm learning is that it's about cognitive function. And oh my God, I just feel so clear headed. I honestly feel like my intuition is heightened from taking these supplements. I have been taking them for four days. So it's it's new. <laughs> I'll see how I feel. I'll give a little bit of a recap on that in the August recap episode. But I've been taking my vitamins every day. I take vitamin D, iron, vitamin C, and B12 as per my doctor. So this is not like, oh, I just take take some vitamins. Like this is what my doctor has prescribed to me from doing blood. So always go and search and and speak to your doctor before I think buying vitamins because we can get sucked in into things that we might not actually need or you might need more of in order to actually feel an effect of it. And so, yeah, go get yourself educated before you start buying a whole bunch of, of vitamins. But I've been taking those and I'm really fucking proud of myself that I've been doing it every single morning. I did also want to meditate every day. Haven't done any of that. 
but that's okay. But I've been reading a lot still, which feels really good. I have been unafraid of saying no. Like I'm really connected to my emotions. And I think, again, it's because of the B12. My intuition is just like, bitch, no, it's a fucking no. It's not a hell yes. So it's a fucking no to this. So that feels really empowering. And it's my first step. Um, So I'm going to do that for two weeks. Get the daily meditation happening make sure I'm in a really good routine with my vitamins and then I'll start adding more exercise in. Um, I also went for a walk this week too. Like I've been feeling really, really good. And I think it's because I sat with the uncomfortable shit for a week and now I'm able to reset. So I don't know really if whether my reset week was actually a reset week or whether it was like a clarity week of just sort of like sitting with your stuff and looking at it and investigating it because now I feel really clear and I know how to move forward. Now, before we finish up, let's talk about what I fucking manifested though through this week, which is like basically going to be the title of this episode. And I know you've been like, okay, bitch, but what did you fucking manifest? (laughs) I want an excuse to rest. So As you can see, I really didn't do much. I did nothing. I quit my business. And the most beautiful part of all of this was that I was met and supported by my business. I want to caveat this next piece. I'm going to tell you everything that I manifested, which was quite a lot during this time. Um, But I do want to caveat this I do believe the reason I was able to manifest everything that I've manifested over my week of doing literally fucking nothing, not answering an email, not answering it, like doing nothing. I have systems in place and I wasn't even aware, but I do have all the systems that I have in place actually allow me to take time away. So the team that I have, um, the types of content that I create, making sure that I am spreading myself across most, mo, um, all different social platforms has really helped because if I was just on Instagram, when you leave Instagram, then you've left Instagram. If you're not showing up every single day on stories and posting, people aren't seeing your shit, right? Whereas with a podcast or with a TikTok or with a YouTube video or something like that, the life, the shelf life of a piece of content is a little bit longer. And I think this is why I made money during this time. I still had things coming forth to me. Yeah. I think also some of my Instagram content too, but I think it's because I was sort of spread across all of, all of that, that all the different social platforms that, um, that's really helped. And then also having my team there as well was really a big help. So this is what I manifested by doing me personally, the practitioner, the business, piecing the fuck out for a week. So I've got a list here. Let me, here it is. So, um, I paid, well, first thing is I paid off my credit card debt. (laughs) I officially got my balance to zero. Um, something that's been not at zero for a little while. Um, I'm not afraid of debt. I have a whole bunch of opinions on it. If you want me to talk about it, I will. 
but it was just sort of there and I needed to just get rid of it. And I did. So that was really great. That was a win. And it was a significant amount, like think high, high, mid to high four figures, you know, I received two writing opportunities, one paid, one free, like for exposure. I made in those seven days, 2K, so $2,000. I, and that is both from reoccurring income and new clients because I had two clients book with me, like two new clients sign up. I also had um, almost a hundred listens on the podcast, which actually I think is probably more. I think it was maybe like 200 listens on the podcast and I didn't promote the podcast. So I didn't go on Instagram and remind anybody about it, nothing. Um, and I had people DMing me. I had people telling me that they listened to the podcast and this happened or this happened and they thought of me, they had a question. Like I saw people fucking DMing me like I was there, you know? And so when I look at this list, I've made money. I've called in new clients. I'm still helping and serving people and making an impact. And I'm taking care of my own, my own shit with my debt stuff. Like I'm taking care. I've been able to take care of that. Why the fuck am I putting so much fucking pressure on myself? I don't need to be as working, working as hard as what I have been. I need to be having more fucking fun. So that's what I'm doing. That's what I manifested. That's what I learned. And I just, I pray that this episode allows you to give yourself the permission to do so, to do a week like this, if you know you really need it. If you know that maybe you've gone through something like this previously and you're like, you know what, that actually helped me a lot. I'm going to do it again. I pray that this episode inspires you to have more fun, to find more ways to have fun. And I really want to drive that home because in next episode, in the next episode, I'm going to be talking about sustainable success. This is a concept after the week that I just had, which as I said, life-changing, transformational. I am here to help you cultivate not just success, not just claim success, but foster sustainable success. And this was another massive one that really came through that I feel like is a part of my mission because of everything that I've gone through in my life, my shitty relationship to work. I don't want you to be in pain for as long as I was. I'm still integrating this stuff, but it is it has become incredibly, incredibly clear to me that what is actually essential to creating not just success, but a kind of success that sustains, yeah? The kind of success that allows you to live in abundance, in overflow, in prosperity all the fucking time, that we could actually and we must break down the bullshit rhetoric that business is up and down, that you know, it's a roller coaster and sometimes you're up and sometimes you're down. And I don't want to talk about this in the fucking context of like, oh, you're masculine and you're feminine. Like, I don't know. I'm done with that. We get it. Masculine, feminine, there it's a it's a spectrum. 
you know, we can engage in more masculine things, we can engage in more feminine things, we can, you know, move in more feminine acts with a masculine intention and vice versa, like, whatever, we've all fucking get that. But nobody's talking about how to make success sustainable, how to actually sustain your success. You cannot do it if you are not engaged in some essentials, which after looking at the whole fun thing that really came through, the rest really came through after that. So I'm excited to talk about that a little bit more, teach you about that. And I want you to know that from here on out, anything that I teach in regards to business, in regards to growth, career, success, prosperity, money, sales, fucking running your business, all that shit, it will be rooted in sustainable success. Everything that I do, just like everything that I do is is rooted in equality and empowerment. Sustainable success is now a pillar of what I teach. So I'm excited to integrate that into my work. I'm excited to talk about that more. If you're excited about that episode, let me know. And if you enjoyed today's podcast, please make sure that you rate it. Just go up the top there. Give me a five-star rating, screenshot it, share it on your socials, tag me, so that I can thank you personally, okay? Love you guys. I'm so excited to be back. I'm so excited for everything that's coming through and coming forth. We have so much cool fucking shit coming. Make sure you join us for Vortex of Success. If you want to get in this activation, I'm gonna be teaching again the framework that I have used to help me create success and get in the Vortex of Success Even when I'm feeling like shit, I was still succeeding. (laughs) And it's because of this um, framework. It's something that you can apply to your life, to your business, to your clients, to your your relationship. It's literally a a templatable templatable framework. And it's going to be so much more than just that. We're going to be talking about sustainable success. We're going to be talking about um, holistically manifesting. We're going to be talking about... um, power planning. We're going to be activating you. It's going to be a fucking power hour of getting you in the vortex of success. So go down to the link in the description or in the um, show notes and um, grab your spot. And I'll see you there on Saturday, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. If you're listening to this when it comes out, I love you all so fucking much. You're my fucking people. Thank you for being on this journey with me. I love you. And as always, this is the Abracadabra podcast. I'm your host, Jazz Bori, and I'll see you in the next episode. <laughs>